Welcome to the Forever Good Podcast. I'm Jordan, and together with my best friend, Chad. Oh, hello. We're taking you behind the scenes of our journey as we build our dreams from scratch. Join us as we share the process, stories, and inspiration behind venturing into entrepreneurship. Grab a drink, relax, and let's go. Yo, I had to go to work. Had to put in hours, had to show them what I'm worth. I've been going crazy, I've been sitting on the verge. Hard to tell the difference from a gift and a curse. When they ask me how it's done, I say I had to... Welcome to the Forever Good Pod. This is episode two. We're going to be talking about friends with business fits. What does that mean, Jordan? It means we're friends but with only business benefits. Right, right, of course. People always ask, um, and always because we're so popular, when we talk about going into business together, <laughs> they're, we're not vain at all. <laughs> everyone is asking, oh my goodness, uh, how is it going to be like going into business with friends? And so, very good question, right? Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. I think that we've got friends that are in business that it works. Yeah. But I've also heard horror stories. I've heard horror stories of people that were in business with friends, yeah. in business with family, and it just ended badly. But the moral of the story in my personal conclusion is that they just got into business with shitty people. <laughs> Let's be honest. Like, <laughs> Okay, so rule number one with friends with business fits is don't go into business with shitty people. Honestly, don't be friends with shitty people. I mean, like, let's yeah. take it back a, a step. You know what I mean? Just don't be friends with those people in the first place. I mean, come on. So let's talk about why we're going to work well together when it comes to, you know, all the things that Forever Good has to offer in the future, right? Yeah. So starting with one, kind of to your point, is... We're, we're good friends. We're not shitty people, right? <laughs> but we're also like-minded, right? Yeah. We have a, a like, we have very similar traits and mm-hmm. like the way we think business wise. And I feel like we have the same, like similar drive and like other things. And then, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. Other things. Yeah. Important. So I feel like there's a lot of times where we're like thinking about something, even if it's not business related and it's just like he says it or I say it and we're like, I was just thinking that or whatever. So we're just like two peas in a pod. Right. We really are. Like, I think that you don't want to go into business with somebody and, and, you know, we've got friends that we're very different from, but it works because you, you know, maybe you have that friend that you like to go out drinking with, mm-hmm. or you've got that friend that you like to travel with. Um, but I think that if, if business is something that you want to do, or, you know, I say business, if you want to do business, 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 if you want to start a business or do something on your own, be some kind of entrepreneur, it's, it's important to have a circle. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like people that, um, you can throw ideas off of people that will give you good feedback, mm-hmm. negative, positive, but as, as long as it's good feedback, like true feedback, you need those people in your life. And mm-hmm. I think that you and I both will never falter from giving each other feedback, good or bad, right? Yeah. Um, but we we both have that entrepreneurial mindset where we want to do things on our own. Mm-hmm. We always have. Yeah, exactly. When we were prepping for this episode, I was actually thinking of like my very first job, how I got my second position in there. And it was just I just got an idea to do something. And I literally told the manager, I was like, I'm going to work for you one day. And what? Yeah, I was, I started as a cashier Uh at Best Buy. That was my first job ever. And then that's whenever like they had just started doing Best Buy mobile a little bit after that. Yeah. And Best Buy mobile basically had T-Mobile, Sprint, Verizon, AT&T. It was like the retailer version of cell phones. Yeah, Yeah. And so the manager came through my checkout line one day and I was like, uh, what do you guys do over there? 
And I was like, I'm kind of interested in that because smartphones were just coming out and it was yeah. just like really something like cool, I thought. And he was telling me about it. And I was just like, yeah, I want to be over there. I'm going to be in your, I'm going to be in your department next. He said, okay, I'll tell you when the positions are open. Hell yeah. And I didn't know jack shit about cell phones or anything like that. And I went in there, I got it. Make it happen. Mm -hmm. Nice. So we're, we're like-minded enough. And I, I love that about us. I think that that's one of the main reasons we've become such good friends is because we, we are just very similar. Mm -hmm. However, we are very fucking different. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so like, I think that it's that good mix of like, you, you're, you're friends with somebody that you have a lot of common interests with, but you obviously know that you're different. And so before this episode, we did a little exercise to kind of like point out some of those differences. And funny enough, it was, it was kind of perfect. Um, so the first thing we were looking at is like our career backgrounds. Mm -hmm. And so I just wanted to let you go through yours first, like your career background, and then like some of those responsibilities maybe that you had to, um, that, that accompanied those particular like job positions and things like that, that, that make you who you are today. Okay. So my background is obviously retail sales. Yeah. And then I transitioned to business, uh, business to business sales. And then in that, I kind of dealt with contract negotiation, team management, asset protection. Um, at one point in time, I was a brand ambassador for Samsung. Um, I do training, problem solving, product management. Like I just had a brain fart. <laughs> but kind of a everything was kind of like a growing step for the other. Like right. it all, there was some things where like me being a product manager for Samsung was completely different from me obviously doing business, business sales, but the things that I learned doing that helped me do that. Like, yeah. and helped me being like a product manager. Got it. What about you? Um, I mean, I, I literally listed every job I've ever had. Like, oh. well, not, you know, when I was a kid and I was at the grocery store, but I was a computer technologist was my first like real, real job. Mm -hmm. And that had to do with like work orders. And so I had to have like work order management and organization involved and understand customers, even though they were internal customers or whatever, it was still customers. Right. And then retail sales, which I, I think that sales is one of the hardest jobs, although everything also includes sales. Yeah. Like, no matter what you do, like there's some, some kind of sales involved. Even if you're sitting behind a computer doing reporting, like you're trying to prove certain numbers for mm -hmm. somebody, right? Like there's always like a reason behind it. And so with sales, I mean, obviously you have the customer management, you've got to, um, you've got your own self-management time management. You got to make sure that if you're making your money, like you got to hit your numbers and make mm -hmm. your money. And so it's all about like me. I don't have to worry about anybody else. Really. I have to worry about me and the customer and making sure they have a good customer experience. Um, and then moving into management. So I, I manage anywhere from like 10 to 30 people in, in sales. Um, so really big fan of like just leadership in general. Um, you know, in company accompanying with that would be, um, uh, inventory management, you know, staff management, workforce, that kind of mm -hmm. thing. Um, sometimes marketing, like you have to have mm -hmm. your, your store looking a certain way and maybe you're thinking outside the box, you do your own thing. So there's some kind of marketing involved too. Um, and not only with, you know, you're, you're selling customers on things, but I, as a leader, have to sell my team on why they need to sell the customer certain things. Operations management, um, over 90 locations looking at like high level. Like this is the first time that I've taken, you know, high level numbers, not just me or my store or my location, but like I'm looking at 90 different locations of like, what can we do as a whole to kind of increase productivity? You mm -hmm. know what I mean? So you're really like looking at the numbers, from, but from a higher level and then, um, you know, then getting into like project management, which is something I never really even considered. But again, kind of like sales, I feel like anything 
is project management. Mm-hmm. This podcast is a project. You yeah. know what I mean? Like we manage this by getting prepared, talking about these things. And, and so like literally anything kind of, can kind of be project management, but understanding like the agile mindset and all that kind of stuff. Um, but yeah, I think that it, it's interesting because we do have similar again backgrounds Mm -hmm. but different enough to where we have different skill sets right coming from those right and so aside from our career background we also had a list of 25 like top skill sets that businesses or or um, companies are looking for when they're looking for employees and we both just checked like out of those 25 what are the five top skill sets personally that we feel like that we're we're bringing to the table so Jordan, you want to go through your five? Yeah. And I did mine that I personally bring to the table, but the ones that I also, I want to bring to the table. Like there was somewhere I was like, oh, I could do this one, but I was like, I don't want to do that. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. Thank God I just don't want the responsibility. Um, so my first one was conflict resolution. I feel like I'm a good resolver. Okay. So how, how so? Like, what do you mean? Like I, I'm, I feel like I can de-escalate situations right. and then I feel like I'm always been like a critical thinker like I if you present me with a problem I'm immediately going to think of like three different solutions or three different ways to attack it okay I am able to like view it from multiple standpoints and like point of views I guess mm-hmm. and come up with the best decision or like uh, best resolution for that yeah so nice. I feel like that's good okay uh, my second one was critical thinking, which obviously. Yeah, you just talked about that, yeah, right? Yeah. Uh, customer service. Um, which also feeds into that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Understanding the viewpoint of the customer yeah. or internal, external. Yeah, yeah, exactly. One of the biggest things, I don't think, it was either you or Guillermo that actually told me when we were working at AT&T is that I have an infectious personality mm-hmm. and it can be good or bad. Right. And it's one of those things where it's almost like, <sighs> I have the ability to kind of be like a chameleon if mm-hmm. I need to, but like, so I can, if I can cater to all audiences, I might right. not have anything in like, um, what's the word? I might not have anything in common with you or like anything to relate to you on, but I can still like gain your trust and like have you like, right. Almost like a siren, you know? But it's also, I, I, I remember that actually, cause it's like, you want to stay positive because it's infectious because yeah. it's going to, everyone's going to feel positive. They're going to see that when you come in the door and it's going to like feed off into everyone else. However, the double-edged sword of that is if you're having a bad day, if you're everyone's not feeling it, <laughs> it feels like everyone's down, right? Like, yeah, that it, it's kind of uh, rough. It's that catch 22. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I try to use my powers for good. These days. <laughs> good <for you. laughs> um, organizational skills. I am an organized. You mean person. our, our business binder over there is not. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that, yeah. that shows your organizational. Skills I have like sure. three other binders in my personal <laughs> office at home. Like I am very organized. I, buy a really expensive planner. I have every, like, I just, it just feels like, feels my spirit to be organized. I love it. Like if anything needs to be organized, just give it to me. (laughs) Um, and then work ethic. I'm a very driven person. If I'm assigned a job and a task to do, I'm going to do that thing, do that. You know, like I'm going to do whatever I need to get, get it done. I have that mindset of like, no one's going to do it for me. And I feel like that's what's made me successful in my personal careers. And so I feel like that'll help with launching a business. Cause if you can't have your own, if like you have a poor work ethic, 
and you're trying to start a business, you're not going to get anywhere. Like no one's going to hold your hand. No one's going to do it for you. You have to have that drive and that motivation to go in there and like, okay, I got to wake up and get this done today or it's never going to, it's going to just sit there idle. And it's going to be, it's going to be one of those things where everyone wants to start a business, but most people won't because they don't have that drive to go ahead and go and do it, you know? Yeah. And they don't have that. Um, what's that? Um, discipline. Yeah. Yeah. I think, you know, I think discipline and and independence and drive, those are things that I wouldn't really consider to be like skill sets for a business, but they're, they're something that the the both of us have in common Mm -hmm. for sure. Right. Like that's the whole point of being an entrepreneur is like, you want to do something yourself and you want to feel good by, by making this project go from point A to point B. Mm -hmm. Right. So, okay. So those are your Mm -hmm. five that you chose. Um, which is funny because I chose completely different ones. Which is why it works. <laughs> right, right. So when we talk about like what we bring to the table, one of the things that we want to pull with this exercise is the fact that like, again, we're similar, but we're going to be bringing different things to the table when we start whatever businesses that we want to start, right? And so mine, uh, the five that I chose was one, communication. Mm-hmm. Um, I've, I've, that's another thing that I did in one of my roles is like some high level like, communication throughout the entire nation when it comes to like, you know, just email blasts and like, how do you send reporting in a way that's kind of digestible for people to just like read real quick and then move on to the next thing. Like I love like that type of communication, but all just also just like talking, you know, mm-hmm. when we talk about sales and things like that, that is 100% communication, verbal, nonverbal, all that stuff is like, you got to feel out your, your customer or your person and try to figure out like how they want to be communicated to so that you can feel trusted mm-hmm. and, and feel, you know, like you understand them love communication and probably yeah, too much. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> real passionate about it. Uh, next is creativity. I think that you're creative too, which is funny. I I look at this list and, and there obviously there's a lot more than just five things that I feel like we're good at, but I like that we just chose our top five, but creativity, I, I, you know, like to be artistic in one form or fashion. If it wasn't actual art or if it wasn't music or if it wasn't uh, podcasting or things like that, like I have to find something to keep that side of my brain going mm-hmm. because it, you know, it, it just feels like I feel burnt out or dead if I don't. Mm-hmm. So I think being creative is important. Um, but on the other side, I put uh, data anal- analysis because I like looking at the numbers mm-hmm. as creative as I might be. And as, as passionate I might be about one thing, sometimes I just want to take a step back. It's like, but what is, what does the information say? You know what I mean? Like I, I constantly think about numbers, like during COVID, all this stuff was happening. It's like, man, I really wish I had the data. <laughs> I, oh wish I, could, I wish I could figure out how this is impacting, you know, like I think, I, I don't know. That stuff is very interesting to me. Um, Next, I put leadership because I also have a passion for like leading people and and both like seeing their growth within their respective, you know, role, um, see them grow as a person as well, like Mm -hmm. outside of work. Like Mm -hmm. it's, it's almost like when you have, when you're a leader, whether they're older than you, younger than you, it doesn't matter. It's almost like you've got kids. Mm -hmm. You're like seeing them grow both there at, you know, your, your job, but also what they're doing outside. And I, I just, I love to see that. And then lastly, problem solving, which I think you had some kind of problem solving thing in yours, but yeah, um, it's the critical thinking part of it. Right. Yeah, yeah absolutely. But I, I also, I think mine comes more from that data an- analysis, mm-hmm. like looking at it and figuring out like, how can this be better? Mm-hmm. Right. But yeah. So completely different things, which I love Yeah. because when it comes to like start something like we want to do, I think that 
it's important that you kind of set boundaries and you set up like roles for you to do. Cause I don't want to step on your toes and you don't want to step on mine, but we right. want to bring diverse thought to whatever it is we're doing together. Right. And it's also one of those things where it's like, we, I like, I don't want to think about it as like stepping on each other's toes because we're yeah. equal partners, but it's just like, let's, you have your strengths. I have mine. Yeah. There may be some things I don't want to do that <laughs> you want to do and okay. vice versa. Just be honest. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. I like it. I mean. So when, when we're looking at the business stuff, mm -hmm. like we've already kind of talked about some of the, the responsibilities that mm -hmm. each of us want to kind of take on. Like, for example, like social media, like you're going to take on the majority of like the social media and the marketing aspect of like whatever we do in business. Mm -hmm. And it's not that I don't want to do that. I feel you're better than me at that. <laughs> and so like, if we're, if we're thinking about like how we want to grow, like as much as I, you know, I use my creative skill set on that kind of stuff. I love doing it. I just think that you're better. And so like, I, I, I am aware of that. And I think that that awareness is important too, right? Like oh, yeah. we, we are both headstrong and stubborn. However, we are both smart enough to understand that I might not be the best at this one particular item, mm -hmm. which is why we can utilize each other's skill sets to make a better product, business, yeah. whatever. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And it's also one of those things where like, even though like I've been working on the graphics for our social media and it's one of those things where it's like, I know I can do it. I've, done it for all of my other pro, uh, profiles projects. But it's like, yeah. I still, I can work on something and send it to you and be like, okay, this is missing something. What do you think about this? Or I'm in between these and this is what I'm leaning towards, but let me get your second opinion on it. You know? Yeah. So I feel like that kind of like not checks and balances, but that kind of like makes it where we're still involved with mm -hmm. both things. Mm -hmm. Like, but we're, handling like one person is handling it but it's not like i'm doing something and you don't have any like right. input on it or you don't know what's going on you know yeah i agree again we're so headstrong and, <laughs> and stubborn i guess that we like i mean you want to say you want some kind of involvement mm -hmm. i don't think there's going to be any part of this process where i'm like no nah, just take care of it and just whatever right like mm -hmm. i want to know yeah. i trust your decision but I, I, you know, we still want to make sure that we're in the, in the circle, uh, together to make yeah. sure that we're making those decisions together in the circle of trust. Yeah. The, the, the trust tree. I thought we were at the tree of tree of trust. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, so we've, we talked about, you know, being like-minded. We talked about the different things that we're bringing to the table and some of these skills and roles that make us different, <clears throat> but how are we going to separate I think that there's a lot of things you still have to separate, right? Like you got to separate and set boundaries for like our friendship mm -hmm. versus what we're doing business, what we're doing on our free time, what we're, um, if we agree or don't agree. So like, let's get into some of those things. Yeah. Right. I feel like, Oh, sorry. No, go ahead. I was going to say, I feel like it's important to have the difference between friend time and business time mm -hmm. because you don't want it to whenever it overlaps I feel like that's probably when the issues arise because it's like well all we ever do is talk about business yeah. like we don't ever just hang out do you only want to hang out with me because we're uh, doing business together like yes. we don't the have answers, yes. <laughs> <laughs> well <laughs> or it's just like you know you you have off days from work you need to right. have off days from your bit, the business you're starting to like, just because we're starting, it doesn't mean that we can't have like days where we don't think about that or where like we don't just because 
we can think about it individually, but that doesn't mean that we need to like necessarily talk about it. So. No, yeah, you're right. And I think that that's something that you, you've kind of helped me learn too, because I like my, I feel like my mind's constantly thinking if I don't say it or get it out immediately, like I am going to lose it. Mm-hmm. And so <laughs> I've been better about like taking notes and being more organized in like actual writing down notes mm-hmm. and things like that, because I don't want it to become a burden. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, we've hung out with each other a handful of times over the past week or two. Mm-hmm. And, but still, you know, we might've texted, Oh, I thought about this. We need to talk about it soon. Or I don't want to lose this. I'm going to send it in a text message, but we're not like talking about this kind of stuff constantly when we're hanging out or with our groups of friends Mm -hmm. or things like that. We have set a specific day. Monday is our day, whether it be every Monday or every other Monday, or maybe one Monday a month, depending, you know, but Monday is the day that we are forever good. Mm -hmm. You know, everything else is to the, the wayside. This is the day that we've set for talking about, you know, what we want to do in the future, brainstorming ideas, you know, when we start visiting locations and Mm -hmm. businesses and things like that, it'll likely be on a Monday because that's what we want to do, right? Like we've set that up. I think that's really important. Good job. (laughs) Should we do like, um, (laughs) peer reviews? Yeah. Yeah. What what did you, what did you, yeah, for sure. (laughs) I don't see why not. Um, which I have a list for that as well for you. Uh, just a lot of things that you need to work on. Oh, thank you. No, <laughs> so, okay. Yeah. So we need to keep our friendship kind of separate from our business ship. Mm-hmm. I think that's important. Like you said, um, I think that something else we need to keep separate is like feelings, right? Like, yeah. y- you know, we're, again, I keep going back to it. Damn being stubborn, right? Like we, we have really hard, like, strong feelings for one thing or another mm-hmm. generally. Mm-hmm. Right. I think that we've done a pretty good job. Like you said, you might come to a point where you're like, Hey, what do you think about this? I'll give my, you know, I think that or this, or, you know, I, I think the colors look great, but it might be better in this color and you can take it or leave it, but you appreciate the feedback. Mm-hmm. Right. But what happens when we just like this, this is, I feel like this is the right way. Mm-hmm. I say that we need to separate where like, if I'm not agreeing with it, am I not agreeing it because with bleh, words are hard for me? <laughs> this is why communication was not checked. <laughs> <laughs> nice. It's one of those things. It's like, let's take our, like t- take a step back. If we're not agreeing on something, am, am I disagreeing with this because I personally don't like it? Or am I disagreeing with it because it would not be good for the business? Right. Like that needs to be a se- personal separation that we're able to make. And I feel like once you do that, you're able to kind of like, had that conversation again and probably move on from there. Um, I was telling Chad that I think that if we got to a point where it's just like, even if we do that and we've done the checklist, the pro con list, and we're still not coming up and thinking the same way, then I think that's when it's like, you have that business advisor and you're like, okay, we, we have this third party that's unbiased. That's going to say yes or no. And then we just got to take that and accept it. Right. Absolutely. Because I mean, you know, everyone's going to have feelings about a certain thing. You're going to feel passionate about maybe what the lighting should be over, you know, uh, a bar top or Mm -hmm. something like that. And it might think completely differently, but we've got to bring our our thoughts to the table in a logical way, Mm -hmm. right? Actually take the feeling and the emotion out of it and say like, this is, this is what's going to be better for the bottom line, or Mm -hmm. this is what the customers are going to like, like actually have a reason, not just I feel like it'll be good or I think it'll be Mm -hmm. good. Like have reasoning behind it. I think a lot of times just in general, people don't do that. I I know I don't like, I, I just feel like it's the right way, but I don't really have any information to back that. Right. So Mm -hmm. like understanding that we got to bring that to the table so that we can both 
talk about it, right? Like discuss it, have that communication piece. And then if it just fails, because I, it's going to be, it's going to be hard because we're 50, 50 partners in this. You know what I mean? I think that any more than that, it it becomes difficult because you have too many hands in the pot. Right. Um, However, we don't have 30, 30, 30, or, you know, 33% Mm -hmm. where there's always going to be majority. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Two Mm -hmm. are always going to win versus the one doesn't matter what we're talking about. So we, like you said, we're going to have to bring in somebody sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, for certain things, it'll be like whenever we're looking at a design for something like an interior designer, we'll have that interior designer's opinion to be like, that's our third party right. to say, we agree with this. And I'm sure that we can both f- figure out how to compromise on certain things, which like, okay, you want this. I really don't like it, but if you can do this, then I can do this. And, you know, yeah. just kind of work, work it through. But don't be, I don't think we're too stubborn to not like acknowledge the other persons unless like if it's something where it's just like we're really passionate about it and like not wanting to budge, it's probably going to be like a pretty, it's probably going to be like a pretty big thing. Yeah. And there's a reason for that. Right. And then we'll just get the third part, third, third party. Yeah. Cause every part of the process is going to have someone that is smarter than us about that subject. Yeah, <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Like the whole, you know, we're doing this because we want to, mm-hmm. because we've got that mindset and we just want to do it. I am, you know, of all the different ideas and concepts and thoughts that we've, we've had about various different businesses that we may or may not start in the future. I am not, you know, the pro in any, any of those fields, mm-hmm. but there will be like, say we're, we're starting a, a business from scratch and it's going to be a brick and mortar building. To your point, we're going to have someone that's an electrician that's going to know better than us. We're going to have a realtor that knows better than us. We're just going to have to take their word as kind of that third party mm-hmm. a lot of times. And that's, I guess that almost makes them that other third all the time. We're always going to have that yeah. third in, in every piece of it. We just got to identify them properly. Be like, all right, this is the person that's the expert. Mm. <laughs> Let's and, rely yeah. on their thought. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. Um, so what happens if we don't agree? Say, you know, you're so passionate about it and you know, I, I still don't agree. And maybe the, um, the lighting guy doesn't agree with you either. Like, what are you going to do? I'm going to have to just eat it. And then we're going to have to come up with a new plan. What happens if you're just so absolutely passionate about that one thing? You know for a fact that that lighting guy is a fucking idiot and I'm an idiot and you're right. I'll get a second lighting guy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to make my goddamn point. <laughs> no, but I would I would be like, okay, well let's let's see what you guys got. Yeah. Okay. So there's going to be a there's going to be a part where you're going to have to I don't know. I don't know. It's going to be hard. You got to present your facts, right? Even if, you know, you've got someone like that involved. I don't, I don't think we'd get to that point. I just no. want to see what you're going to say. <laughs> <laughs> if anything, it'd be like one of those things where I feel like I might have a vision and then you might have a vision and we don't like either vision, but we can mesh those together and come up with like the perfect one, you know? Right. Absolutely. So I think, I think the the biggest takeaways here are one is like when it comes to like, starting a business with a friend, you've got to be like-minded, mm-hmm. but different enough to recognize the fact that you bring different things to the table. You've got to have a plan to like, like we do, like we're, we're 50, 50 partners. We've talked about this. We are friends, but we have separated the fact that when we are in this mode, right, this bubble, that that doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Like this is, this is about starting something that we're passionate about that we're going to make money off of. And that we're going to build 
a fucking empire. You know what I mean? Like who yeah. knows? Like we we've got we've got dreams and aspirations. And as much as I want to be friends with you forever, I don't know if that's going to be what happens. <laughs> Right. But like if we start a amazing business, like we're going to be locked into that for Mm -hmm. a a good chunk of time. Mm -hmm. And so it's, it's all about separating those things, all the things that we've talked about and not being too stubborn or too passionate to understand that you're not the only one in this. Right. It's one of those things where it's like, I know how much I care about it. So I know that you care about it that much, you know? Right. So like, you can't, I feel like it's important to not ever think like, oh, I care about this more than they do or whatever. And I don't feel like, I feel like if we, if it was one of those things where we weren't dependable in our, in our friendship, then I could be like, okay, maybe that would be a reason why like we wouldn't, this would probably not work as, as a business, you know, but it's one of those things where we've built that groundwork in a friendship to know that like, okay, I know that if we're doing something, he's going to, I know how his passion works and likewise. And so it's one of those things where it's like, we know that we're not, one of of us doesn't care more than the other. And one of us isn't going to put in more effort than the other. Like we're both going to be giving it our, giving our all. And that's really something that's important. It's like, I have no doubt I can rely on you. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like I, I can't always, I don't think we can say that with just anybody that would be working with Mm -hmm. or be friends with. Like it's hard to find someone that is just reliable that you trust to that Mm -hmm. level and friendship or not. I trust you. And I, I feel like I can rely on you to pull the other 50% without fucking hesitation. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So. Ditto. I know you were waiting for me to say something. I needed something nice. Yeah, 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 for sure. (laughs) Is there anything else that you want to talk about when it comes to like business fits or anything that, you know, we haven't talked about? Uh, What if we're never friends again? What if we have this big blowout? We have, we're partying at your 4th of July party. Yeah. Two years down the road. And we just have this knockdown drag out. And I'm just like, I hate you. I never want to talk to you again. Blah, blah, blah. Man. Um, but we got a big meeting coming up on that Wednesday. I'd, I'd, I mean, we'd have to pull our shit together. You know what yeah. I mean? Like you got to separate the, again, the feelings versus the business. And we'd have to do whatever is in the best interest of our company, our business mm-hmm. to make sure that that meeting goes swimmingly. However, I'm also going to pull all my data and showing you that you're wrong <laughs> because more than likely, <laughs> It's going to be because you were wrong. I think we should um, come up with something where we have like a, like a cute little tongue in cheek thing that has to be done when one of us is proven wrong. (laughs) Oh, I feel like I'm going to be wrong most of the time. I don't know. Maybe not. (laughs) We probably also need some kind of like. We probably need some kind of like code word. It's like, all right, let's just let's stop and move on to the next thing. Because, yeah. you know, but yeah, I, I'm with you. I agree. <laughs> so dumb. <laughs> and, you know, like it, it depends on how far we are on in the process, too, because you could we could have five businesses five years from yeah. now. And and we're so busy that we don't even have the friendship that we have now. Um, or, you know, the other way, or we could only have a couple businesses and you're like, I'm kind of done with this. You know, like maybe we hit the ejection sheet and I, I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to buy you out and or mm-hmm. something. Like, mm-hmm. I think that you just got to constantly be prepared for those things and openly communicate with each other about those things to ensure that we're on the same page when those 
things happen, mm-hmm. right? Sounds good. <laughs> All right. Well, that was episode two of Forever Good Pod, Friends with Business Fits. And that's Forever Good. Bye, guys. Yo, I had to go to work. Had to put in hours, had to show them what I'm worth. I've been going crazy. I've been sitting on the verge. Hard to tell the difference from a gift and a curse. When they ask me how it's done, I say I